0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 5 of the Global Health Collective. My name is Shania. I'm a PhD student at McMaster, and I am your host. I'm so excited to take you along the stories and the values and the mission statements behind the world's most amazing global health researchers, professors, and clinicians. So... What are we waiting for? Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Global Health Collective. We have a very special episode today. I'm here with some of my colleagues and some of my friends in the Masters of Science in Global Health at McMaster, and they're going to be highlighting their winter term. They had the opportunity to collaborate with a global network, transcontinental teams throughout their course stream options. And so we're just going to go around sharing a bit about what our concentration was, where we're studying, where we're currently at, and some really awesome reflections from this past term. I'm going to hand it over to Anna to kick it off.
1: Hi guys, so I'm Anna, I'm from the Netherlands. I'm studying at Maastricht University. And for the winter term, I have moved to Hamilton, to McMaster, where I followed the um, global burden concentration. And Fernando.
2: My name is Fernando and uh, I'm from South America, Colombia. And uh, I take the global, global health uh, part of the winter uh, school, which is fantastic. And uh, it's been a very nice experience for me. So that, that's very nice. So I'm going to Christina. Hi,
3: everyone. My name is Christina. I'm a McMaster student, and I'm currently studying at McMaster, taking the globalization and equity concentration. Now I'll pass it over to Soren.
4: Hey everyone, I'm Soren and I'm a McMaster's student, but this past winter I was in Maastricht and I took the Implementing Innovations on a Global Scale stream there and had a great time. I will pass it along to
5: Alyssa. Hi everyone, my name is Alyssa and I'm studying at McMaster University and for the winter term I was in or I'm currently in the Disease Burden Concentration and I'll pass it to Mira.
6: Hi, everyone. My name is Mira, and I'm also studying at McMaster University for the winter term. I'm actually pursuing the thesis stream with the focus on refugee and immigrant access to health.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for all all of your time being here today. And I'm excited to hear more about what you've learned this semester and, and what are your personal learning objectives. So I'm going to kick off this first question with Christina. Christina, what were some of your personal learning objectives for your winter term? And in what ways were they met, not met? Are there any expected learning outcomes that you experienced and anything you'd like to share?
3: Yeah, thanks, Janai. That's a great question. Um, So for myself, I went into the global health program eager to learn all the theory behind global health. And before this, I spent a year volunteering and working with multiple NGOs and charities and While I had a lot of um, tangible experiences, I felt like I was lacking some of the theoretical knowledge and formal training within global health. And so when I realized that the globalization equity concentration provided students with career relevant skills uh, relating to policy analysis and applying those things to a global context, I knew that I had to take that concentration. And I'm super glad that I did that because Um, With the courses that I chose over the winter term, Global Health Equity and Refugee Health, I had the opportunity to investigate things like social, economic, and political moorings that informed and shaped the global health experience. And so um, I think that was the best thing that I got out of the concentration, and I feel like I'll be able to apply that to my future career. Super strategic,
0: I would say, (laughs) learning objectives you had. Anna, what what were your some of your learning objectives, especially being from the Netherlands and, and studying in Canada?
1: Yes, yeah, so my learning objectives were a bit more on the personal development side maybe, as I simply picked classes that I thought would be very interesting. And then um, I had actually never traveled by myself at all. So it was really an interesting experience. And the way education was also shaped at McMaster were um, a bit larger classes than I was used to, but way more like group assignment type stuff. So, really, it was a good chance and opportunity to work together with people, which was really, really fun. Got to know a lot of people and also just simply a different way of studying, um, which was very fun, very interesting.
0: Cool. And in contrast, Soren, you went from McMaster to the Netherlands. Let's hear some of your personal learning objectives.
4: Yeah, I always really wanted to go on exchange throughout my undergrad and never had the opportunity then. So, this whole interdisciplinary and interinstitutional program made it really easy to get the same learning goals that I wanted at Mac at another university because they're so intertwined. So, my stream of implementing innovations, I decided on that because the first term I learned a lot about climate change and neoliberal capitalism, and I felt like I had a lot of existential crisis days through the first term. And this next stream was really something where I felt like I could learn tangible, practical, ethical, and sustainable solutions to kind of move my learning in a direction of hope. And that's really what I wanted. So it was really exciting to be able to get into that small group learning dynamic that Anna has been used to, but I have not been used to. So I did a lot of PBL style Tutorials and discussing readings, and that was something very new to me. And I was actually so surprised about how much I learned from my peers and just discussing. And it really was peer driven. The tutors or the TAs had such a little input, they were just guiding the discussion. And that was something that was really different way of learning, but I felt like I learned a lot
2: this term from it.
0: Awesome. And Fernando.
2: Okay, yes, for me, the, I take the, the, this is a part of Global Health, I take it mainly for. Uh, for assignments and uh, one of them was refugees as uh, we in South America uh, have experienced uh, with a lot of problems uh, based in refugees and uh, for me this is a very nice topic to learn. The vaccines, the model vaccines, it's uh, it's very hard but it's very nice to learn in that class and uh, the Global burden of Disease has uh, a lot of information about the the burden globally, and uh, what kind of disease we can uh, intervene, and we can uh, challenge to, to get a better result in, the, in terms of disease. Um, I think that for me, it's a very good experience to go from South America to Canada, and uh, have been uh, in presence there in, in McMaster, uh, has been a very nice experience.
0: I'm so glad. Now, let's hear your thesis objectives, perhaps, Mira, and how you balanced working on your thesis, but also doing a couple courses.
6: Yeah. So um, coming into the global health program, I didn't know that I wanted to pursue a thesis, but after taking the research methods course um, during the fall term, I was like, why not? Like, why not pursue a project that I'm able, like that I'm interested in and passionate about, which is an amazing feature that the global health program offers um, the ability to, um, for students to pursue something that they're extremely passionate about. So my thesis focuses on refugee and immigrant health, which is a very important topic to me. And, and so, in terms of balance, I'm actually taking the refugee health course. So, it's great because I'm able to apply the theories and the information learned from that course within my thesis as well.
0: Great. And last but not least, Alyssa.
6: Yeah. So, in my undergrad, I always knew that I wanted to have a career
5: in healthcare. And I just felt that I needed to be in a program where I got to learn about like healthcare and other health topics, not from the biomedical perspective. And that's what led me here. And one of my learning objectives from the start was to step out of my comfort zone. And the good thing about all the courses that I took in first semester and now was the flexibility to explore topics that were related to your interest, but also out of your comfort zone. Um, So for example, I'm also in the refugee health course, and I got to do projects on internally displaced people in Cameroon, but also refugees in various refugee camps around the world, so yeah, I just really like stepping out of my comfort zone and being able to experience all different types of topics.
0: And I think it's so fascinating to me hearing everyone's perspectives and, and going back to kind of understanding that health is more than health care. It's the social, political, economic factors in which predict our health outcomes. And I think it's so fascinating, especially when I went through the program, to have that interaction with peers from around the world and hearing how everyone who is raised from a different background and living in a different place may associate healthcare with being something completely different or the same as the way in which you conceptualize healthcare and and health and global health. And I'm curious to know if anyone has any particular moments or memories in terms of their experience in the transcontinental transdisciplinary aspects of the program, you know, as a whole and the winter term. And if you've had any like really particular examples from working on transdisciplinary teams throughout your school year that you'd like to comment on, and I think I'll hand it over to Soren.
4: The first example that really is coming to my mind is at Masjid In the small PBL group discussions. There was one course where half of the class was Masjid students but they are from all over Europe and also a lot of places throughout Asia and Africa and there's a lot of master students in that group as well. So we were discussing a lot of topics and current topics within the news and current health crises and whatnot And it was really interesting to talk about it from the perspective of a Canadian culture and what we're more shown or privy to and what our program at McMaster really teaches us versus the perspective and what other students grew up surrounded by. And so it wasn't just that we were discussing the readings. It was that we had all these readings and there's a lot of readings you have to do at that stream. But then we were really bringing in our own personal experiences and backgrounds into that discussion. And that is where I feel like I learned the most out of this entire program because we do have three weeks of discussing and then you have one take-home exam for every course. So there's a lot of room and a lot of time for discussions
0: like that. Awesome. Does anyone else have any inputs?
2: Yes, I. I have. I have a very uh, different uh, experiences. Mainly, all when I go to Canada. Okay, I, I have a lot of thoughts. What is going to happen there? What happened in the winter? I never have been in in winter in any place of the world. So for me, this uh, this was a. Uh, uh, very nice uh, experience and I have a lot of talks what happened what, what, how is the winter how is the school in winter how do people go there uh, this is uh, uh, things that, that I thought before I go to Canada but when I go there and uh, meet people there and uh, all our partners uh, oh, this this was very nice because I think that it happened two years before the people go again to the university. So this is very warm. I have a very nice experience with all my all my partners. And the uh, other challenge that I experienced was that we have, for example, foundations. Foundations we have to meet with people in other parts of the world. They are what they are thinking, what they want to do, in what topic they want to work. And this is very good to, to listen, people What are they doing? What are they experiencing? So for me, fantastic.
3: Yeah, so I'd actually like to um, share some of my experiences from this term. And I think it might be unique to this term specifically because students had to transition from online learning at the beginning of the term and then transition back into in-person at McMaster. And so that was a really unique experience because... While we had some people attending class in the lecture rooms, we also had some people tuning in online as well. Um, And while we're doing presentations, we had to almost present to two different audiences. So the people in front of us, as well as the people who are online. So um, one of the things that one of my Prof shared was that this is something that we have to adjust to in the global health world. We have to be able to accommodate for both in-person audiences and maybe people who are unable to attend events online. And so that really gave me a sense of transcontinental, transdisciplinary aspects of this program, how we have to um, be flexible and accommodating for individuals through different mediums.
0: I totally agree. I think it's also a very unique opportunity. You know, when are you ever really going to, unless you're working in the global health context after this program, when have we, especially in our undergrad, had the experience to work with people from different backgrounds and, and really try to find a common ground between what exactly our objective is for that particular assignment, that discussion. And it's so fruitful. It's so I feel so insightful as well that sometimes we are often siloed in our education and in our understanding of the world around us until we hear the lived experiences of individuals who are currently residing somewhere else. Alyssa, do you have any sort of particular experiences you'd like to touch on?
5: I had like a great experience working in like an international context. And like you said, I've never had the opportunity to do that before. Um, And it's actually funny because Fernando and I worked together in foundations one, and then he came to McMaster in the second semester. So something I want to highlight is like the relationships and the friendships that you make, because I think on, in my opinion, that me and Fernando are going to be friends forever because we've been working together for the whole year. And I would have never been able to say that I have a friend that lives in Colombia that I met at school and I'm sure everyone else has similar experiences, but yeah, that was one thing that I'll definitely take away from this experience.
6: Yeah. And adding off of that, what really drew me and attracted me to this global health program was the transdisciplinary interdisciplinary aspect of the program. And for example, in foundations to the semester are, um, one of our main assignments was creating a proposal for a hypothetical project, and what I really enjoyed about that was provided that we were in a group with um, students from different countries with different educational backgrounds, we were able to like all um, tie in our expertise on like different aspects into that proposal, which made it even more better.
0: Great, and I'm, I'm curious. If you are currently in a mobility option at one of the partnered institutions, what ways did global health teaching and learning differ from your home institution? So especially like, for example, Seren, you left McMaster to go across the world into a very different learning experience. How was that?
4: It was very exciting. I think after the pandemic, a lot of people were itchy to travel and the Netherlands, came with open arms and it was a big learning goal of mine to go into an uncomfortable and new environment because I think a big part of working in the global health field is constantly being in these new virtual in-person or collaborative environments and studying and living in a spot that's new introduces a lot of new work-life balance dynamics that you have to adjust to And the learning style specifically, as I said previously, was quite different at MassJift. Um, At McMaster, um, my undergrad and the first term of the program, you have something due almost every week and you kind of have this constant um, evaluation stress, whereas at Mystrict, you have modules. So versus doing four courses simultaneously for four or three months, you do one course every month and then they build upon each other. So we only really had one course every month with foundations going throughout the entire term. And so for three weeks, you just do a lot of readings, a lot of PBL groups, and then the last week of every month is exam week, but you have one take-home essay that's worth 70%, and that's it. So there's a lot of stress onto that one essay. However, I feel like I put the same amount of effort into a 70% essay versus a 50 versus a 30 and so on. So it just really gives you the opportunity to dive into a topic of your choice and apply. The readings and the theoretical frameworks to a real life case. So while there's a lot of differences, I I think there's pros and cons to both. And um, I would say I learned a lot. But my, the part that I didn't quite like about that is that there isn't a lot of room for feedback. So if you aren't quite on track, you have the one chance to show your knowledge, and um, it's not as uncommon to do poorly at Mastricht it's a bit of a harder grading scale compared to McMaster as well and in North America in general I think European system is like that so overall I'm really excited and glad for that experience and I think that it just shows the diversity of learning and teaching throughout
0: the world. So cool and in contrast Anna?
1: Yes yeah, so I've done the exact opposite of course so this is very very recognizable I uh, when coming to McMaster learned of the existence of participation grades which was not Something that I was actually familiar with and it was, for one of my classes quite a big percentage. So that will be interesting. There were a lot of differences, but then I also for both really saw pros and cons. Because sure, like I'm not following them three courses, so that doesn't mean your attention is a bit divided. But it's very different in the sense of it's not so many class hours, but a lot of meetings and a lot of group work which was very interesting. Uh, a lot less readings than Maastricht. Just saying, if anybody ever decides to go there and you see the readings, please don't have a panic attack. I got a message before somebody actually left for Maastricht saying, what's going on? How? It's, it's okay once you're there. You don't read every single word <laughs> that's in there. So it was very interesting. And also just very shortly, but about the chance of getting to know people, the foundation course really was an interesting introduction to that. And at, some t- at times very, very frustrating and really annoyed that you're like trying to communicate over time zones and everything but then actually coming to uh, McMaster and meeting those people that I saw online in person was really a lot of fun and it also helped me to then kind of integrate better in uh, in all the classes there and if I'm stuck on like what grades mean or what like how people tackle larger assignments over there it's been very interesting just to see everybody's styles and I did get a lot of help from everybody over McMaster. So I really appreciated that.
0: So awesome. And Fernando, coming from South America to McMaster, what was one of your key differences that you've, you've seen in learning?
2: First, first of all, we are, the, we are two students. And it's the first time that uh, students from Rosario University go to McMaster. So this is a very good challenge for us. So we have to, we have to think that we must uh, do the things as better as we can. The best that we can. So this was there was a lot of uh, expectations, and and I think that uh, for Rosario too, because uh, we are the first two uh, students there. I know that uh, from McMaster and other universities in Colombia have been uh, some students uh, between the 16 years before, and uh, they have been like. Uh, They have been very nice, but for me, go to Canada, to McMaster, wow, this is fine. All the people were, uh, where are the Rosarios started? Where are they? Have they come to this meeting? Where are the Rosarios? So uh, this is, all the people were expecting uh, Rosarios and we have a very, very good, uh, warm, uh, welcoming in in this community. So this is uh, experience that could serve to another student to encourage them and uh, engage them to go to McMaster University.
0: And I think what I acknowledge most about everyone here is the opportunity that you've taken to A, learn, but B, push yourself out of your comfort zone in some way, shape, or form. You know, even learning with during a pandemic alone is can be difficult and none of us have experienced something like this in our lives and so I think everyone should acknowledge how proud you should be be feeling taking away all of the experiences that you have from this program and I think with that being said taking a moment to reflect on an unexpected fun moment or memory from this semester that has shaped you into the person that is here today you know have you had any moment this year that you're like wow I am so grateful for that experience and I will remember it for the rest of my life
1: I might have a small one that was kind of fun so um here in the Netherlands it doesn't snow that much in winter so just this first time it really started snowing was amazing and I've enjoyed that way too much but also the friends I made there like I hadn't known anybody all that long they took me out to go ice skating and of course I'm not the best at ice skating so I felt a bit like oh god and everybody's waiting for me but it was genuinely so much fun and everybody was so nice and just that was really really a fun memory that I will most definitely hold on to for quite some time. And again, like like Fernando said, everybody has been so kind and also been willing to re- listen to my rants about some choices in the English English language that I don't think make sense. <laughs> so it's so fun to have those small, like casual kind of discussions about small cultural differences. Like nothing, nothing has to be very big or serious. It's just a really genuinely fun experience and a chance to learn so many new things.
4: I'll hop in here as well. There was a lot of McMaster students that came to Masjikt and we all got really close and we all were very excited to be in such a connected part of the world and got overwhelmed with all the different cities, all the different countries we wanted to go to together. So there was a lot of trips that we did together and that was really special because this program made it really easy to balance the school and balance being able to actually be where we were as well and not just taste the Netherlands culture, but also go to neighboring countries and to experience that together. That was something that was really, really special. So um, a lot of bonds were formed through those diverse experiences that brought us together.
3: Yeah. And just to build off of that, I remember sitting one day in class and just thinking, wow, these are all the brilliant people that I've been working with throughout the whole year. And there was a huge amount of time spent online online just logging into zoom seeing people's faces and their names under them but I remember the first time that we went into person and it was so strange I came up to people and I was like hi you're Alyssa right (laughs) or hey are you Anna? And it was, it was really funny because it was as if we're relearning how to function in person again and interact with people. Um, So I found that a really funny moment in um, winter term, especially just because going out of a pandemic, when we spent a lot of our time at home, we just had to readjust to uh, the demands of being in person, getting to places on time, sitting in class and giving your full attention. Um, I thought that was really interesting and, and fun to go through with everyone else. Yeah, and building off of Christina's
6: thoughts, I think one of my most like unexpected moments, like I did see it coming, but was like actually returning back to like in-person classes and doing like in-person presentations. Cause for the past two or what, like two and a half years, we've been doing online presentations. So it was definitely different to do in-person presentations and um A great memory that I've made this past um, semester is like making friends in person, you know, like not just chatting to them online, but like getting together in person and chatting like in person has been different, but very memorable at the same time.
5: Yeah, I definitely agree. I agree with both Christina and Mira. I remember the meet and greet for our cohort at the beginning of the winter semester. I remember sitting in that room being like, wow, like we were all connected virtually, but now this is like our cohort. And that's actually where me and Christina met. And it was like, oh, hey, like, nice to meet you in person. And it was, it was fun. And it was just, it was nice to pivot from like being online, which was like kind of like an isolating experience, especially in undergrad, because it happened so quickly to meeting my peers finally after like five months in person. So that will definitely be something I carry with me as we all navigate through this together.
4: All of these discussions really bring me back to my first in-person class as well. And I think we all can relate to that just like nerdy giddiness of being your laptops on the desk and you have the projector in front of you and you can kind of feel like you're not alone as you felt a little bit more isolated virtually. I think I was very, very impressed from the first term when it was virtual, how connected I did feel to people, but it is very special coming back together again in person in the classroom.
0: Fernando, I don't think we've heard from you. Have you ever had any memorable experiences, especially in Canada?
2: yes a lot a lot but uh one of them i have to take the bus the go bus because i was uh 2 hours from the university so this this was the first time i go to mcmaster and i take the bus and uh i was thinking nobody's going to know me okay i don't know anybody always we are going to be in the cameras in the zoom but when i go to the class um Actually, I'm I'm the only one South American in this class. So uh, the people need me. They know my name. So for me, it's very nice. The people know, oh, Fernando, you, okay. So for me, very fun.
0: Amazing. And I think, you know, you'll have memories that will turn into core memories that you remember throughout your entire lifetimes from this experience and peers and colleagues that you will honestly chat with for the rest of your life after this program and I'm so glad that all of you have had such a great experience and I'm so glad that you've had the opportunity to share your perspective and your reflections with the future cohorts that are listening to this podcast or individuals who might be interested or, or taking the time to reflect on their own from their own COVID learning adventures and with that being said I'd like to wrap up with a quote from my dad. And the quote is, the world is your classroom, because sometimes you will learn more from experiences with peers moving around than you would from a textbook. And so acknowledging the power that transcontinental and transdisciplinary learning can have on our lives and our future careers. And so thank you all very much for being here and tune in next week for another episode of the Global Health Collective.